This is Generation Justice. I'm Maya Quinones. And I'm Aaron Hagler. Generation Justice is a multimedia project that trains youth to create media that inspires social change. Say no to porn! Say no to porn! Say no to porn! It has been a historic couple of weeks in New Mexico. The Partnership for Assessment of Readiness for College and Careers, or PARC exam, was recently administered to public school students across the state. In response, thousands of students refused to take the test and walked out of their classrooms. Tonight, we share some of their voices with you. If I could talk to the New Mexico Public Education Department, I would just advise them to reevaluate their motives, reevaluate their intentions. Attorney Larry Cronin joins us to discuss the legal rights of these student leaders, their parents, and teachers. Stay tuned for those conversations. Before we continue, here's our music host, Josh Haynes. Hey guys, it's Josh Haynes here. We're going to listen to some great tunes. Our first song is EDM by Anderson Nielsen. It's about knowledge and everyone spreading good intelligence around. In the last two weeks, thousands of New Mexico students organized in protest of the park exam. Students from public schools in Santa Fe, Albuquerque, Las Cruces, Rio Rancho, Valencia, and other districts all organized in actions of protest. Outside of New Mexico, 11 other states are struggling with this national initiative connected to Common Core. Claiming high-stake exams, communities are realizing PARC can have a negative effect on graduation rates, teacher evaluations, and school funding. Young people took a stand and are in the forefront of this struggle. Now, let's listen to what young people from around the state had to say. My name is Ricardo Rodriguez, and I'm a junior at Highland High School. Hello, my name is Abriana Carrion. I am a senior at Las Cruces High School. I'm 18, and I'm from Las Cruces, New Mexico. My name is Juan Carlos Avilapardo, and I'm from Rio Grande. I have 15 years. My name is Annette Velasco. I'm 14 and I'm a freshman at West Mesa High School. Jonathan Bernal. I go to Rogan High School and I'm 18. My name is Angel Macias. I'm 17 years old. I go to Santa Fe High and I'm a junior. I walked out because there is no reason for the park test. It's just another test that's trying to make money out of us. And I believe that we don't need a test to tell us how smart we are or how our teachers, they teach us. I think if Board of Education should go to our classes and really treat us as students and that's just another test score, they can see that how much we are learning with our teachers in our classes. I decided to walk out for the park exam because I wanted to take a stand on behalf of my younger siblings. They're in elementary school. I personally did not have to take the exam, but I walked out in support of speaking out for them. Well, the reason 
The reason I decided to walk out today because I believe that the park test is an invalid way to determine somebody's intelligence because somebody who might be really smart might have test anxiety and it's not fair to them. And on top of that, they're taking a test that we've had a year to learn, if that. And most of our lives we were taught the SBA standards and then all of a sudden they want to switch it on us and make us take this test that now not only affects us but affects the teachers. The purpose for participating in the walkout was to stop this park test because we have enough tests to determine whether what teachers are teaching and what students are learning in the classrooms because there's already four other tests that determine whether the teachers are teaching what they need to teach. If I could talk to the New Mexico Public Education Department, I would just advise them to reevaluate their motives, reevaluate their intentions. They need to reevaluate where they stand in wanting to help students rather than hindering them um, and making it more of a hurdle to, I mean, be a student and, and even graduate for that matter. Our message to the New Mexico Department of Education is that your school system needs to change, you know, enough with the standardized test and test after test, you know, more sustainable education, more hands-on, more learning about real-world problems and, you know, helping our own community out. Pues mi mensaje para ellos es de que que deberían de cambiar esto, que quiten eso del examen y que no que no lo vayamos a tomar. Um I would tell them to come and go to the schools and watch the teachers, watch our classes, sit with us and see that we are being teach, we are learning, and we have a good environment and not just put us in front of computers and test how much our teachers are teaching us when in real life we are learning way more in our classes than just in a test. To inform yourself, I mean, as citizens of Las Cruces, New Mexico, we need to be informed about the tests that we're taking, the things that we have to do, and the the facts behind everything. Lastly, I guess, if you really do have strong feelings about such issues, write a letter, petition, um, make phone calls to the Board of Education, let them know the real implications that their decisions are making, because ultimately, these groups of people are making decisions that are influencing not only our lives, but the lives of future generations. So I feel that when we're more informed and when we're respectable, we can enact change and that'll that'll help everybody, especially the, the future generations. My message to the other kids in New Mexico is to keep up the fight, don't give up and you know, just make sure your voice is heard because every kid has a voice. I never thought that a lot of students would have actually came out and said anything. A lot of people said they weren't going to be able to hear us, but this has never happened before. I haven't seen a walkout in years, especially for something as big as this. And I'm glad the way it's turned out. I'm glad the way all the students have stood up for themselves. Listening to students around New Mexico this week, I've learned a lot about the different issues that are concerning young people. I participated in the walkout at Albuquerque High School, and I continue to be empowered by students from other schools. Despite threats from administration, students have continued to not be afraid and speak out for what they believe in. 
Definitely, Maya. Um, I'm really inspired by all the students speaking up against these tests, and it really makes me wonder about the fairness of the assessments if they don't accommodate students whose first language isn't English, those with learning disabilities, or those with test anxiety. Thank you to Ricardo Rodriguez, Ariana Carreon, Juan Carlos Alapardo, Annette Velasco, Jonathan Bernal, and Angel Macias for allowing us to share your concerns with, your, with our community. Now here's Josh with some more music. Here again with some more songs. Next, we have Kings and Queens by 30 Seconds to Mars. This one is about the equality of every race. No one is higher than anyone else. We are all kings and queens. During the first day of student protests in Albuquerque, several schools including Albuquerque High, Highland, Rio Grande, West Mesa, Atrisco Heritage, South Valley Academy, and others demonstrated in opposition to park testing. Generation Justice was able to speak with both students and parents. Sarah Haynes, the Parent Teacher Student and Community Association President from Highland High School, shared her thoughts about the park exam with us. You know, I was a little apprehensive about this walkout, I have to admit. But no matter what, I do support it because Highland has had a history of really bringing out some very innovative students throughout, you know, the past 50 years, 60 years that Highland's been in existence. Um, what I think about the test, I think it's unfair. I think it's unfair to pigeonhole any student. I think that really that we're our education system being in the hands of two people making these really really big decisions um, in a way I, I almost want to boycott Pearson I don't want to buy any of their textbooks ever <laughs> because of this test also you know this funding really really um, you know Hannah Scandera goes on about this test is supposed to assess whether or not students um, can think critically about various situations and I challenge her I challenge her because I don't really feel like she's thinking critically about some of the funding that can actually go into high schools that can simulate real-life issues wrenches and all as much as possible you can't put that in a test so I'm, I, I question Scandera and our governor's critical thinking skills as well especially since they didn't even want to bother taking the test so that's how I feel about it. And I'm here to support these students, but all in all, I want them to go back to class. And, um, you know, and I hope that us as parents and community members can really, really help support them beyond just today. It makes me happy to hear the viewpoint from an educator. And I feel that when you're in high school, your life is already in flux and having so much weight put on your shoulders can have a detrimental effect on the way you learn and even your attitude towards school itself. I agree, Erin. Standardized tests are taking away from class time, which not only affects students, but teachers as well. We would like to thank Sarah Haynes for supporting students and for speaking up against this assessment. Now back to our music host, Josh. Up next is a poem. It's called Test Anxiety, and it's by Hakeem Bellamy. He is a national and regional poetry slam champion. He was the first poet lecturer of the city of Albuquerque. You can learn more about him at his website, HakeemB.com. And now... Here is Test Anxiety. Test Anxiety, also known as Let the Test Speak for Itself. Good luck with that. 
You know, they might be right about these tests. I mean, they never slept with students, never called out sick, never went on strike. The test doesn't get too attached to the students, never shows up late for work, never forgets a student's name, never tells inappropriate jokes or shows a movie when it doesn't feel like testing. The test always has the right answer, but it never says the right thing. The test never brings anything to the faculty potluck, never stays late to help students who are having a hard time. The test never whines, but it never smiles either. The test is already what it wants to be when it grows up. The test doesn't have any dreams. The test has never been bullied. It never had any trouble reading. The test has never missed a meal, but has also never made a game. The test gives parent-teacher conferences a bad name. The test never saw its mom drunk and never saw its dad's fist. Never knew another test that committed suicide. Never got another test pregnant and never experimented with anything. The test has never had to get a job or a job interview. It has always done what it was born to do. It has always been a test. It's never been a child. The test does not believe in God or teachers or students. But at least the test doesn't play favorites. Or does it? You are listening to Generation Justice. Tonight's show is dedicated to the thousands of students around New Mexico who have participated in walkouts and protests to make a statement against the park exam and other standardized tests. For these students, one servicing concern has involved the threats that many have received from both school police and administration. Larry Cronin, a civil rights attorney here in Albuquerque, is here to talk with us about the legal rights of these students as well as their parents. He joins Generation Justice member Pilar Monfaletto. Hello, it's Pilar Monfaletto here with Larry Cronin, a lawyer at Pegasus Legal Services for Children. He handles civil rights cases including freedom of speech, people with mental disabilities, and children and youth. I'm here talking to him about the rights of the students that are walking out and protesting the park exam. Welcome to Generation Justice, Mr. Cronin. Thank you, Pilar, and thank all of you for inviting me here. I'm honored to be here with you. Um, so before we get into the topic, uh, can you tell me a little bit more about yourself? Yes, I work at, as was said, Pegasus Legal Services for Children, and we're a nonprofit law office that's dedicated to empowering the rights of youth and children and get helping them have a decision and a voice in the decisions that affect their lives. Um, it's our constitutional right to peacefully assemble and protest. Uh, what are some of the main concerns that were brought to your attention and that you observed in this week during the student protests and the walkouts? Well, one of the main concerns is to keep the students safe, the, the people right. who are protesting. Um, but the protests were inspiring to me and many others um, who were watching them. Um, the organi organization of the students, the communication, um, and the knowledge of what was going on in their lives and the tests. Um, one thing that the students need to be aware of, and it's in the AP Albuquerque Public Schools handbook, that students are expected to actively participate in community activities. And I think that's exactly what they were doing. Um, so, but in any protest, there's a concern for safety. Uh, 
Um, and so that was one of the concerns. I got a call at the office because there were rumors of kids being arrested and being maced. Um, and so that's how I got involved to go down and try and negotiate with the police, um, both Albuquerque Public Schools and Albuquerque Police Department, into making sure and trying to make ensure the safety of, of the students who were protesting. Yeah, and it is so important that the students are safe. So um, I was also wondering, how did you negotiate with the police? Well, walked up to them, explained <laughs> to who I was. Right. Um, when I got there, there were students running around, some jumping over some fe- fences over at West Mesa. The students from the South Valley had just marched up. Um, many miles to join the students at West Mesa. There was lots of Albuquerque police, lots of uh, Albuquerque public school police there. Um, I found out who the commander was on site, talked to the sergeant there, um, explained my purpose there, and um, trying to make sure that they weren't going to take any immediate action against the students who were running around. located somebody from the school board, um, not from the school board, but from the administration of the public Mm -hmm. schools, and met with the students, tried to find out what they wanted so that I could try to help them communicate that to the people in authority there. That's a really great thing for you to do. Um, Thank you. Um, When students protest on campus or, you know, walk off of campus, what are some of the consequences that they can face? They're going to face the same consequences as if they walk off for any reason. They walk off to without permission to get a hamburger, um, to go swim, to go home and go to sleep without permission. They're facing whatever disciplinary um, process that school district has set forth. So in walking off in protest, it's good for the students to know what the consequences are by doing that doesn't mean that they shouldn't do it, doesn't mean that they should do it, um, but to know, have a, have a knowledge, be informed of the actions that they're taking. That is a really important thing for students to know. Um, what more should they know about the consequences, you know, like? Well, there's a couple of things. Students have rights. Um, and they don't put down their rights as when they walk their constitutional rights when they walk through the school doors that's a supreme court decision um, but they can be limited um, and controlled in protests can't disrupt the normal educational process and you're subject to discipline when you do that um, so you have the right you also when you're disciplined for some activity at school um, you have the right to appeal it or try to resolve that if you don't feel that you're being disciplined appropriately. Um, You can talk to the teacher. You can talk to, if that doesn't work out, then the principal and and keep on going up. I would advise students um, and parents that as soon as possible, write down what they remember from whatever incident that they're partaking, because we forget a lot of the details Mm -hmm. as the days go by. So write it down so you remember. For long-term suspension um, or expulsion, you have a right for a full hearing, sort of like a court hearing in front of a hearing officer. You can have an attorney present. You can present evidence. Um, And so there's different ways 
and each district has their own grievance procedure to um, make sure that the students can grieve it and the parents, although lots of times the students and parents don't have any idea that there's a grievance procedure there. That's a really important thing to know about the grievance procedure because, as you said, not very many people know about it. Um, And then uh, how – or I'm sorry – what – protesting what should protesting students know when they're interacting with the police whether that's APD APS well there's a couple things when you're interacting with the police you want to try and make sure that you're safe Um, in a protest situation um, the police are nervous they've been told that protesters might have some evil intentions to harm the school, to harm them, to harm the public, destroy property, whatever. So they're primed to to react to those things. So be respectful, treat the police as you want to be treated Mm -hmm. with respect. Um, Don't put your hands in your pockets. They don't know what's in your pockets, so that's going to make them nervous. Don't run. If you're running away from them, they think that, okay, there's a reason they're running away and it arouses their suspicion. Don't run towards them because, I mean, I'd be afraid if I saw a group of people running towards <laughs> right. me and that would get my anxiety up. And so um, be respectful. Don't touch the officers. You could be charged with battery on a police officer, even if you're just touching their shoulder gently. Um, depends on what mood that that officer is in. Um, like I said, stay respectful. Um and be and treat them the way you want to be treated and it is really important to realize that you know the officers are human beings too we need to treat them exactly what you said how we want to be treated you know even if they're not treating you fairly Mm -hmm. don't yell at them Um, bite your tongue if you need to it goes a long way even if there's more action they remember people who treat them fairly Um, when you're frustrated and angry it's hard to, you know, it's easy to forget to do those things, but it serves your purpose. Um, you don't want the, their allegations of misconduct to override the statement that you're protesting about. So don't let them divert your message. Um, and then uh, students that feel their punishments are inappropriate, like what actions can they take? I know we already sort of touched on this, but, you know, a little more... Uh, Like I said, there's the grievance procedure. A student can do it. They can do it with their parent. A parent can do it on behalf of a student. Um, In the Albuquerque Public School Student Behavior Handbook, I downloaded this off the web, and I think most districts have their behavior, student behavior handbook on on the web. Um, And it outlines their grievance procedure, gives phone numbers of where you can call. It outlines the hearing process that I talked about. Um, And so inform yourselves about your rights, and they're included in in the handbooks. And that's found on the APS website, right? The one that I found that I downloaded was, yes, Albuquerque Public Schools. I just Googled Albuquerque (laughs) Public Schools handbook, and there it was. Um, so at my school, kids are really afraid to walk out on the exam because of the threatening rumors made by the administration and, you know, hearsay. Um, what advice can you give me, my fellow students, and students that kind of feel the same? Investigate about what is real and what's a rumor. Check out your di- the disciplinary rules of your school. Um, 
check out what the rumors are if they're you know threatening that you're never going to be able to graduate because you don't take the test investigate that see if that's really true um whether it means you're going to be held back or whatever you know things like that whatever rumors there are try to find out what they are educate yourselves um would you say that there it, there was some uh Way in like going to things like APS board meetings, you know, stuff like that around the community. Definitely. Um, and I know students went to the a- last APS board meeting. And there are other ways to protest. Walking out from class is not the only way to protest. You can do petitions. You can sit down and um, show up for the test and then decide whether you actually want to fill out the answers the way they want you to fill them out. <laughs> That's not right. legal advice, by the way. Um, <laughs> so there's other ways to protest that won't put your educational career in jeopardy um, or disciplinary action. Um, and strategize, think it through, communicate. And you guys have been doing a great job. Um, and keep it up. Yeah, thank you so much. Um, and I think it's really important to know that there are other ways to protest, not always, you know, walking out of schools, but getting informed, writing letters, right. um, stuff like that, like you just said. I think that's really important. To Sometimes know. it takes a drastic measure like walking out mm-hmm. to pull the attention to, to the issue, and I think you guys did a great job. And, I mean, Wednesday you had assistant supervisors coming down to talk to you. You had a school board member come down um, to West Mesa to talk, um, push the issue. They were on the fo- phone with Brad Winter, the s- interim superintendent right. of APS. Um, and it makes them think, if nothing else and strategize and you guys are strategizing and saying we have a voice yeah and it is really important for students to know that they have that voice and people like you are helping us with that so thank you you're welcome thank you guys (laughs) i mean going to school there it breaks down your resistance it breaks down your hopes in lots of issues um in lots of attitudes and it's up to you to keep that hope up there you know students who do they they do a lot better and it's inspiring in what you guys have been doing uh is there anything else you'd like to add I think I just did. Keep it up. (laughs) All right. Uh, Thank you for speaking with me, Larry. You are truly an inspiration to so many people. Your ability to use your degree and stand for social change is amazing. Thank you for standing with the youth this week in the student protests. And thank you for talking about the rights of students and youth regarding the park exam and the protest and for letting us know that students have rights out of the classroom and that there are other ways to protest. Um, so thank you so much. Thank you, Pilar. Back to our host. Thank you, Pilar, for that interview. And also thank you, Larry, for highlighting the grievance procedure for disciplinary action if you feel that it's wrong. And Also for reminding students to remain respectful to the police in these frustrating times. So thank you for that. Thank you again, Larry Cronin, for coming in to speak with us and for your work in protecting young people during these student protests. Now with some more inspiring tunes, here's Josh Haynes. This next song is called I Resist. The song is by Quis IMC. Quis is an indigenous rapper and he expresses himself through hip-hop and culture activism. He comes from a group called Culture Shock Camp. I chose this song because students know that our knowledge is not based on a test. Yo, the world is changing. 
And the stars are bending, shifting, and the Mayan calendar is ending. Not the end of time, but the end of a cycle. So the cleansing of Mother Earth can take a rightful place and position. And positions that we play and listen to creation, to mobilize a nation, overthrow the system, organize and take them to a place where they can believe and envision. We are the movement once in focus. Even though sometimes it feels hopeless, we will stand with the drums after protests and watch the whole world take notice. Welcome back to Generation Justice. We've been discussing the park protests that have been happening around the state. I'm Maya Quinones. And I'm Aaron Hagler. In response to these actions, students, parents, teachers, and other community members flooded the Albuquerque Public School Board meeting this past Wednesday evening. Several young people delivered passionate messages. Here's what they had to say. My name is Astrid Carrete, I go to Albuquerque High, and I am 17 years old. Our walkouts have a deeper significance to what has been displayed on the media. Us students have been fighting for our constitutional rights through peaceful protests, petitions, and letters. Our ultimate goal is to get rid of high-stakes standardized tests that are not clearly defined nor addressed in the Elementary and Secondary Education Act. This is a decision made by the state. We the students have proved that we are informed, empowered, and united. This did not happen by chance. Those teachers whom are now being punished by these high-stakes tests are the ones responsible for molding us into the students we are today. An institutionally racist test cannot measure or reflect our intelligence. Instead, it punishes diversity, undermines students with learning disabilities, and underestimates students with different linguistic and cultural backgrounds. I challenge you to be true advocates for the students. Together, we can make a difference. and I go to South Valley Academy. As a student from New Mexico who attends South Valley Academy, I want to discuss with you the problems we are facing with the park test. The test itself is ridiculous and outrageous. As a student, I speak out saying students should enjoy learning and not be treated as water for your thirst. By this, I mean that we are not robots and we will not stand to be treated as such. We are not being treated fair. I can no longer sit back and watch our youth fall. The fact that the park is not only time-limited, completely computer-based, also to mention nearly impossible to pass for many students that lack basic typing skills that are necessary for the park. I will not keep silent. We fear we are being threatened by park. We feel we are no longer being treated as humans. Hello, my name is Esperanza Gallardo. I'm in 10th grade, and I'm from Atrisco High School. Um, so today I'd like to speak on the park test. So we understand that the park test is a test that we have to take. We're used to taking tests. We do it all the time. But it was more so about not being given the proper curriculum or the opportunity to prepare or even a practice test on the park. It was just thrown at us. Also, I'd like to speak on the fact that students during the protest, their rights were being violated by police as well as schools. And I don't really put a lot of blame on the teachers because their jobs were threatened for supporting us and giving us the proper information. And we understand the power and the authority that the APS board has, but we would also like to put 
responsibility back on the APS board as well as the district for the events that happened on Monday and Tuesday. We marched for five hours without water or food, and we weren't given the option to protest in school. So that's why we took it to the streets, and that was the only way we knew to get our word and our voice heard. I'd also like to speak to the fact that corporations are making millions of dollars off of this test, off of our education, and we're doing peaceful protests here. We have words to say about it, and we're going to stand united as the students, and we're really thankful for the community that's been supporting us. Thank you again, Ivan Casillas, Astrid Carrete, and Esperanza Gallardo for speaking at the board meeting. In Santa Fe, students at both Capitol High and Santa Fe High joined together to speak up against the park exam. Malachi Ramirez, a junior from Santa Fe High School, had this to say. Hello, my name is Malachi Ramirez. I am a representative for Santa Fe High School and other schools district-wide. I would like the opportunity to thank every single person who came out last week to help protest standardized tests in our education system. You people are all leaders. Without you, these protests wouldn't make as much of an impact. I feel as if most people are still confused about the movement and are still not fully informed about the real issues here. We are not only here to protest the standardized tests. We are here to discuss the education system in our state. New Mexico is ranked 49th in the country for education. We need to change this number. We need to be taught how to make a difference in our communities here in New Mexico and all over the world. My education as well as everyone else's served in New Mexico is based off a test that has no real-world purpose and is only used to categorize the children of New Mexico. School makes a huge impact on a child's life if they are taught correctly about how to take on the real-world problems that we face today and in the near future. School does not take a positive role if we are using it to just categorize everyone who is in it by taking these standardized tests. What Pearson doesn't realize is that we all have a future. They are giving us this test to fail. Pearson is just in it for the money plain and simple. They are a multi-billion dollar corporation who is giving us a test to fail and make money off our failure. I personally will not give up for what I believe in. I will fight these standardized tests. I will fight the Board of Education. I will protest until changes are made. We are more than a factory number. We are branded like cattle. I was born with a name. We were all born with human names. I am not 64329. I am Malachi Lee Ramirez. We hold more value than any test score. We are human. If you understand where we are coming from here, please join us and help us take a step closer to our goals. Standardized tests will no longer control who we really are. We want change, and change starts now. Thank you, Malachi Ramirez, for speaking to all students statewide and encouraging student leaders to stay strong in the fight for our education. And I thank you, Malachi, for standing up. And I stand with you saying that Students are branded like cattle, and I encourage you to keep fighting. Now, here's Josh. We fight because we are not afraid to stand up for our communities. The next song is Fight the Power by Public Enemy. I choose this song because we stand together as one. We can be a strong force and achieve anything. Fight the power! Fight the power! Fight the power! 
Yo, Maya, all these young people have me fired up. Me too, Aaron. What should we do about it? Uh, I don't know. Let's ask our calendar crew, Nicole and Zach. It's time for Generation Justice Community Calendar. I'm your calendar hostess with the mostest, Nicole Beatty. And I'm Zach Milliken. It's time to get ready for some amazing upcoming community events. Here at Generation Justice, two of our core values are multiculturalism and community. And our first event is 30 Days of Culture Strong. 30 Days of Culture Strong is a campaign to learn and share how ethnic studies classes and books have had positive impacts on New Mexicans. During the month of March, we'll be sharing video clips from over 50 interviews to counter the recent backlash on ethnic study classes and books. To watch these clips, make sure to follow the hashtag GJCultureStrong on Facebook and Twitter or visit our website, GenerationJustice.org. And don't forget to hashtag GJCultureStrong. Speaking of being strong, let's show a strong community presence in the next two Albuquerque Public School meetings. The first meeting is the APS Board of Education Policy and Instruction Committee meeting taking place Wednesday, March 11th at 5 p.m. It will be happening at the DeLeo Martin Community Room in Alice and Bruce King Educational Complex at 6400 Uptown Northeast. The second APS meeting is a special Board of Education meeting taking place Friday, March 13th at 7.30 a.m. It will also be happening at the DeLeo Martin Community Room in the Alice and Bruce King Educational Complex at 6400 Uptown Northeast. And remember, these meetings are open to the community. Yes, they are. And nextly... Wait, wait. What's nextly? You know what comes next, but with action. Oh, yeah. Nextly, we have a screening of Indian 101. This award-winning documentary focuses on LaDonna Harris, a native political and social activist. Right after the screening will be a Q&A with LaDonna Harris herself. It will be going down at the Indian Pueblo Cultural Center on 2401 12th Street Northwest on Thursday, March 19th from 5.30 to 7.30 p.m. Everyone's invited. Everyone is also invited to the Kew Garden fundraiser on Saturday, March 14th from 3 to 7 p.m. at the Sundowner Apartments, 6101 Central Avenue Northeast. Kew Garden is a collaborative project between Casa Q and Public Allies New Mexico. Public Allies will be building a garden and a storage shed for the young residents of Casa Q and develop, uh, developing a curriculum to teach life skills to the garden. There will be live music, some talented poets, some good food, good beverages. Remember, all proceeds will be used to support the garden, including gardening tools, construction supplies, seeds, and more. The same day, March 14th, there will be a protest against Israeli attacks on the current collective punishment of Palestine, hosted by UNM Students for Justice in Palestine. Be sure to wear comfortable shoes and socks. The protest is against Israel's rising violence against Palestinians in Gaza and the West Bank and the continued media bias of the situation. Bring signs, flags, banners, water, and sunscreen. There will be a meeting at noon on Tulane and Central Avenue, right across the street from Starbucks. Also, starting March 19th, you can venture into the Chupacabra Cantina. What's the Chupacabra Cantina, Zach? Las Meganenas are presenting their new original work, the Chupacabra Cantina. It's a play about anti-GMO nuns, a bartender, and an unexpected guest that plants seeds of social justice. There will also be live music and songs. Oh, I've heard of that. It's part of the Siembra Latino Theater Festival, plus Women in Creativity 2015. Yes, it is. It will be at the Wells Fargo Auditorium at the National Hispanic Cultural Center. You can visit the cantina on Thursday, March 19th through Sunday, March 22nd. 
It's at 7.30 p.m. Thursday through Saturday and 2 p.m. on Sunday. If you can't make it next week, you can still visit the Chupacabra Cantina March 26th through the 29th. Also remember that the state legislative session is still going on. So if you if you want more information about the current state happenings, go to Progress Now New Mexico at progressnownm.wordpress.com. Also, you can check out New Mexico politics with Joe Monahan at joemonahan'snewmexico.blogspot.com. And that's it for community calendar this week, folks. Nicole Beatty signing off. And don't forget me, Zach Milliken, signing off. Now back to our hosts, Maya and Aaron. Take it away. We've reached the end of tonight's program. Thank you all for joining us this evening as we took a journey through the tumultuous relationship that young people have with our public education department. Huge thanks to all of the students who have courageously stood up for what they believe in, and a special thanks to those who spoke with us. We are inspired by your insight, ideas, and perseverance. We would also like to thank Sir Larry Cronin for joining us here in the studio tonight to discuss the legal rights of our students. Thank you to this week's editors, Kamaria Umi, Polly Jeanette Claw, and Rob Nakai. Also, shout out to our calendar hosts, Zach Milliken and Nicole Beatty, who also engineered. Chantel Trujillo, George Luna Pena, Melissa Harris, Christina Rodriguez, Alden Bruce, and Roberta Rael all worked on production of this program. And last, but certainly not least, much appreciation to all of our youth media makers here at Generation Justice. We couldn't do what we do without you. Stay connected with us. Check out our website, generationjustice.org, where you can listen to all of our past radio programs, see music playlists, read our blogs, watch videos, and much, much more. Also, our podcasts are now available on iTunes, so be sure to subscribe. And guess what? We're also active on social media, so please like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter and Instagram. Generation Justice is funded by the W.K. Kellogg Foundation, with additional funding from the McCune Foundation and, of course, all of you, who have contributed to our project by visiting our website and clicking Donate. I'm your host, Maya Quinones. And I'm your co-host, Aaron Hagler. Coming up on KUNM is Spoken Word, so stay tuned, and we'll see you next Sunday at 7 o'clock. Laters. We have a poem called A Love Letter to Albuquerque by ABQ Unidos. This poem is about the education system and how the tests affect the kids in a way where they have to block out creativeness, imagination, and curiosity because everything is so standardized. A love letter to Albuquerque Public Schools. Please take your designated seats. Do not, Do not talk. talk. No need for creativity here. Just the ability to fill in bubbles. No colors. No, no drawings. drawings. No poetry. No music. No, no individualism. individualism. Just a checklist of bulleted statements as we work our way down the list. We seem more and more like sheep. Bouncing, bouncing from, from standard, standard to standard. standard. Slowing down, down the way you think. think. Every classroom comes with a lockdown kit. Regurgitate everything you've learned onto the answer sheet. Do not look at any tests but your own. No eating, no drinking. No cell phones. No, no coughing, no sneezing. No laughing, no breathing. Just quiet eyes on your test fill in the bubbles completely my, my standards, standards don't consist of being put into a wooden desk with my hands bent to fit the curve of a pencil open your test to page one you may begin our intelligence is measured with the number written across our foreheads there, there are, are things, things we, we need, need to know to, know to live. live but the system won't ever know that we've learned them private corporations make money off our low scores their salaries are boosted from ignorance they, they sit, sit on, on a pedestal, pedestal of trust funds and fancy degrees. degrees these companies teach us what to think neo slaves bolted to a machine that grinds and spits out their money we're taught in poor schools with a new revised whitewashed history book kept from the truth we are their products not, not their, their students. students there were never enough books in the classroom 
tattered, torn, tagged. Never enough money to replace them. In our neighborhood, more money was spent on removing graffiti. A stronger, stronger police force. Because the crime rate was higher than our test scores. Our critical thinking skills are turned to mud. We're taught only what's necessary to live in a corporate America. In math, I sat below and science dwindled to the floor. In English, the bar sat just above proficient. Now our report card sit in a recycling bin. Numbness runs through my body. Straight from my fingers to the oval I'm bubbling in. Over and over again, question after question. We're buried under academic letters and standards. Tests that tell you what kind of a person you will be. We're made in black and white. Tinted to match a mold and molded to match a score. Not a speck of individuality shines. Living up to the standard of the world. Guiding everyone down a single path of conformity. Since one of the results in numbers. You want to see how good we're doing? Walk through the inner city streets. We're put down time and time again by rules and regulations. Guiding, guiding us, us to a duplicate destiny. destiny. Brainwashed and manipulated. Trapped in a box of black and white routine like, like ants, ants on an, an ant farm. farm. Black dots digging holes. Traveling down tunnels close and consistent. All following the exact same path as the one before itself. It's breaking us down. Pushing, pushing us into a hole deeper than our minds can fathom. To pull ourselves out. We're finally allowed to break away from our designated seats. We stretch our limbs in all directions. Our fists will be raised, feeling free. Tuck that effort into your file folder. Or your or mountains of boxes with repeated facts that state whether or not we are drones to this cookie-cutter test. I refuse to conform to a segregated education. Only I. Only I. Only I. Only I. Can determine who I am.